As I write this, it is a gloriously sunny morning, and I am sitting outside on my patio, looking at our garden that's just waking up in bursts of purple and pink and green and yellow. Morty, who has interrupted far too many of my Zoom meetings with his exuberant barking, is lounging motionless on the flagstone, soaking in the sun. I am at peace and I am grateful. Because of the beauty and the bird song around me, because of the ability to do this meaningful work from the comfort of my safe home, I am acutely aware of my privilege. I am one of those individuals whose pandemic anxieties have been interspersed with moments of contentedness, grateful for the opportunity to slow down and to spend more time with my family. And yet, and yet, I know that each of us has a different tale to tell about this pandemic. Some are tales of security like my own, others tales of despair. As I saw on social media this week, we may all be in the same storm, but we're not all in the same boat. Some of us feel well-protected and sheltered, sailing the waves of this pandemic on a well-built ship. Others feel as unprotected and defenseless as if they were alone on a kayak. Some conversations I've had this week have driven home this principle to me. Last Thursday, we were blessed to have a half hour on Zoom, face-to-face in conversation with Congresswoman Pramila Jayapal. She shared with us the ways in which this pandemic has exposed the systemic inequities in our city, our state, our country. People of color are disproportionately impacted by COVID-19. The economic crisis is impacting low-wage workers the worst. Immigrants unfairly held in detention centers are being exposed to COVID-19 at alarming rates. Our Torah portion for this week, Bahar Bechukotai, obligates us to bring release to the disenfranchised and the impoverished in our midst, returning righteousness to the world by making systemic changes and recognizing the basic dignity of every human life. Indeed, as we learn from the Congresswoman, what was true for our ancestors seems even more acutely necessary in our pandemic-ridden society. I also spoke this week with a longtime Temple Beth Am member who reminded me that for many of our community, COVID-19 and the coronavirus is not, quote, our first plague. Rather than being shocked by the experience of the current pandemic, this friend who identifies as queer described having flashbacks to the AIDS crisis when a whole community was decimated and rendered invisible by the powers that be. This individual urged me to recognize that for our queer members and Asian members, Black members, members with disability, trans members, there are unique elements to this pandemic that we as a synagogue need to bring to the center of our consciousness and actively address. To live our value of inclusion, 
We need to give voice to the concerns of those who in the past have been relegated to the margins and ensure that our communal space, whether it is in the physical sense or in the virtual sense, is genuinely a safe space for everyone. Finally, I had several conversations with individuals who at this stage of the pandemic are coming face to face with how difficult and how challenging these weeks have been. One person acknowledged that she has been having a difficult time. Her adult child is beset with anxiety, and this woman doesn't know how to help because she herself lives alone and feels hopeless and helpless about her own future. Another person acknowledged that they feel guilty whenever they take time for themselves, and so they drive themselves, becoming overwhelmed by the pressures of a demanding job and a young family. An older member shared with me how his sadness over losing friends and loved ones to COVID-19 has been intensified by his own fears of his own mortality. In truth, even as I am feeling personally secure, my free time is filled with envisioning the future for our community. How will we meet again in person as a sacred congregation and still fulfill the most stringent of the public health protocols? In the weeks ahead, we look forward to engaging in conversations with all of you about how our congregation plans to respond to our new reality. All of us are vulnerable and all of us are uncertain. We stand on a precipice imagining what life will be like when we phase into more public activity. In the week ahead, we celebrate Lagba Omer, the 33rd day of counting the Omer. Lagba Omer is a minor holiday when the contemplation and semi-mourning practices of this period between Passover and Shavuot are lifted for one day. Tradition teaches that a plague that struck Rabbi Akiva's students in the first century of the Common Era ended on this day. At its heart, Lagba Omer is a day of celebration and thanksgiving, even during a plague. This year, as we navigate the coronavirus, perhaps we will celebrate Lagba Omer by deeply appreciating the fact that each of us are weathering the storm in our own vessels. Let's take this moment to see the uniqueness in each of our journeys and to recognize that we have work to do to protect the unprotected. Let us always remember that we are on these seas together. And let us, for this moment, on this holiday, float peacefully over the waves, seeing each other across our computer screens, knowing that we will meet again when we arrive at a new world beyond the horizon line.